welcome to She Bought That DVD, the podcast where every week we are listening, we are watching one new DVD from our mother's giant collection. I am your co-host, Jaylene. And I'm Violet. And what DVD did we pick last week to watch for this week? Must Love Dogs. Yes, that is the dating world catch thing was Must Love Dogs. That's not the right way to describe this, but I'm going to keep going. It is your mid to early 2000s rom-com chick flick. I don't know. I wonder what defines a chick flick. I would say it's this is in both categories. Okay. Okay. But rom-com would be more it's a yeah, official Lane. title and that's what it says on Google. So yes. I'm going to go with that. <laughs> yep. It was uh, released July 29th, 2005. Was not old enough to see it when it came out. I hadn't seen this movie before. I had. And I don't think I watched it on the D, like the DVD. I think I watched it on TV. It was playing. And my, and my mom. <laughs> and our mom. <laughs> um, mom was like, oh, that's a, that's a cute movie. And I was like, oh, I'll just continue watching it. But I definitely missed the first like... 10 minutes of the film I had never seen the first 10 minutes and I was kind of confused while watching it because it felt familiar and I was like oh I I just channel flicked and ended up watching the film yeah so the reason why we own this movie is 100% mom saw it in the movie theaters most likely saw it with Nana this is definitely a movie that she would go see uh, with Nana and uh, bought it and the DVD was secondhand. It was from the indie rental place, Gone Hollywood, that we sometimes bought our DVDs from. And it did have a price on the front cover. But uh, me wanting to perfect the collection, you know, 10, 13 years ago or whatever, was trying to remove the price sticker off of it because, you know, I wanted everything to look really uh, nice. Yeah. But those stickers are a bitch to get off. So I just took off the cost. I think it's going to be like a $9.99 or an $8.99 DVD. That's generally how much the DVDs were going for there. You really did just rip yes. off the, the mm-hmm. price. Yep. <laughs> and it says previously viewed movie. Yep. And it uh, it's full screen. So oh, yes. it was a brutal viewing experience. There were some shots in it where it was like, okay, the full screen doesn't really kill it too much. But then there was other ones where it was like, oh, the, the it information. It, it, just, yeah. And it would have, some of them would have been really pretty to see widescreen. Yes. Like in, in the water, yeah. in the, on the boats. Yeah. 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 I don't think mom has seen this movie since though. I think this is a, she saw it in the movie theaters, liked it, and then decided to buy it. The end. So I had not seen this movie before, but then I found out I had seen a part of this movie before and I was watching it. I was having this strange deja vu moment where it was like, oh, there's a movie that's copied this scene before. Okay. Because like, I just don't remember these two actors being together and like doing this. And then I was like, okay, so then the other movie that I talked about, they must have like added this in. And then we get to the next scene. I was like, oh, I have seen this before. Like, this is not what I um, was expecting. So the scene where they are driving around town looking for condoms. And so 
I was like watching this. It was like, oh, this must be like a, a rom-com that I've seen. Like this is 40 where like there are two adults, like it's a very adult topic or whatever. And I just remember I was like, yeah. And then she has a conversation with her roommate talking about the saran wrap. And I thought that was like a copy paste into a different film and then when her sister brought it up, it was like, I sat there and I paused. I was like, no, it's this have movie. Have I seen this movie before? <laughs> well, I mean, you might have sat down when I was watching it on TV. It, like, it, or thing. you were at the kitchen table working on something. But Because like, I watched this at our old, old house. house. I just didn't remember him being into boats. And that's like the characteristic of this character that I was thinking, no, he's not familiar. Like, I'm not... I'm not remembering him, nor do I remember her. Unfortunately, like these characters are very blase. They're not really that deep and they're kind of. Well, we got a boat guy who loves hand carved wood boats. That's pretty uh, specific. And then we have her, a uh, preschool teacher. Yeah. No, dogs. I don't know. It just. When I think of other rom-com films out there, I know exactly what they did. I know exactly who they were. And I, I know like their jobs and their interests and their quirks. And for these two characters, unfortunately, they just were lost in the shuffle. And I, I don't really remember them. The budget for this film was $30 million and it worldwide made $58 million. So it was kind of a solid effort for a rom-com. It's 2005. It's peak movie season. Like this is where it's the height of tons of films are in the theaters at this point. And for it to actually make money is pretty successful. I don't think this is on anyone's like top list of picks, though. Like quintessential rom-com from the early thousands. This is not on anyone's. I'm surprised, though, it's not on any streaming platforms. I definitely agree with you on that. I think it's. And nice to have in the background DVD. Mm-hmm. It's what, pleasant. It, it, it's it, it, like not, it's fine. <laughs> it's your classic yes, it, rom-com. Calm, yeah. You know how it's going to end, even though you're just like, well, is she going to go for the other guy? No, because she can't. She has to end up with the guy on the cover. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. We will quickly dive into the film because chances are you may not have seen this film and uh, you might not know what we are discussing. Can I just say one thing Mm -hmm. before we dive into this film? Yes. That I thought was hilarious when I got to the end. Okay. So I didn't write down anyone's names. I actually have no idea what her name is and I have no idea what his name is. Oh. But the name I wrote down Mm -hmm. was... Billy. And I went the entire time thinking, Bob's? There's no Billy. Bob's name was Bill. And it, and, and I just called him Billy. And I went the entire film with my notes saying Billy. And then I had to go over and write Bob yeah. <laughs> over top of his name. And I was like, I don't know how I, I just thought I heard the B. And I was like, okay, that's definitely what it is. And they had this weird bit where it was like the the Bobby and a, and for some reason my brain went Billy yes and that's what I wrote down even though I could hear and see subtitles written down. <laughs> no, yeah. So it was Bob or Bobby, and so like there's a meet cute between Sarah 
That is her name. <laughs> they. What's what's this guy's name? Jake. That sounds familiar as yeah. well. So when Sarah officially meets Bob for the first time, he's like, oh, actually, I kind of go by Bobby, but like you can call me Bob. And so I can see why you're Billy because she keeps accidentally calling him Bobby. Yeah, but I just put a put an I and two L's in there. Yeah. <laughs> close enough. It's yeah, it's close enough. All right. You can tell us about this movie. Okay. So we have our main character, which is Sarah, and she is recently single. How recent is very unclear. The but movie like, makes it seem as though it was like she just got divorced yesterday and her family is like, you need to find a man. Yeah, okay. It, I took it as she was divorced and it's been a while and she's lonely and sad. And that's why her family's all about you need to get a man. But yeah, there was a confusing timeline discrepancy of how long she has been divorced for. Yeah. And then there's Jake, who is recently divorced because we did find out that like the papers, papers had yeah. just gone through that day mm -hmm. and it wasn't a good marriage and he's no longer interested in dating. He is so into his wood boats and that's what he wants to do. And Sarah is the preschool teacher. I for, slash I, kindergarten teacher. Okay, is what I, I have because I was like, I no, yeah, I have daycare question mark, oh. K teacher question mark, <laughs> and then I went back because eventually she said preschool, and I scratched it all out and wrote preschool teacher. Yeah, it took a while to get there though. It did, it did, because I definitely I can see the daycare aspect of it, but you didn't see anyone older, so that could allude to daycare preschool more so than kindergarten. Regardless, she works with kids for a living. Yes. Yes. And so she goes on a date because her family finally convinces her that she needs to go on to on this date. And she's like, fine, I'll go put myself out there. And it's a date with her dad. Because her dad. She responded to a posting in the newspaper that her dad had put up. And yeah. he was and she was like, oh, yeah, this sounds like a guy I'd be interested in seeing. And then, yeah, it turns out it's. It, it was her dad. If there is barking in the background, that is the dogs. I can't stop them, so apologies. Now they've stopped. <laughs> they must have scared away the squirrel. She ends up, oh no, her sister. Her sister is the one who ends up putting her on a dating site. Just one dating site. And... I, the description her sister leaves for her is mm -hmm. just interesting and then ends it with must love dogs. So that's the name of the, the movie. I was uh, prior to this, we did mention it, but uh, Bobby is a parent of one of her kids, class, children in the classroom, preschool, preschool daycare. child. Yes. Um, and they have this weird flirting thing going on. Between, uh, it's not weird. Yeah, it's um, right before the date of her dad. With yes, her dad. Yeah. yeah. They have like a little little thing. Yes. Um, so that's it's going to come up in the future. So I thought I'd clarify that one. Uh, she goes on many terrible dates, though, mm -hmm. after responding to people from perfectmatch.com. She has multiple respondents as well, and her like siblings have like picked, picked out, out the yeah. ones that they think that they're interested in or she would be interested in. And 
she eventually goes on a date with Jake. Jake. And they meet at the dog park. Yes. And they both have dogs there at the dog park, but neither neither of them own a dog. They both borrowed a dog for this date. Which I'm sorry. This doesn't make sense. Why do you have it in your bio that you must love dogs, but then you don't yourself don't own a dog? They explained that to each other. They like joked around about it and it 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 landed fine. Also, her sister mm-hmm. did the yes. the the um profile for Sarah. So Sarah didn't write it herself about the must love dogs. And that's what Jake responded to was the, well, I like dogs too, so let's go meet at a dog park, which is like not a bad in. And he obviously knew he didn't have a dog, so he borrowed one and she did the same. Yeah. So the first date between Jake and Sarah go, goes terrible. But as like she's walking away, he's like, I want a second chance. Like, I want to redo this. But, like, this is not my best self. And Sarah ends up actually running into Bobby and is invited over, but is a bit hesitant as to like, oh, like, I don't know if I want to do this because you're um, the father of a student. She ends up also then giving Jake a second chance and it goes well for this date. There is a lot of back and forth between like Bobby and Jake as she's dating them. And then there's like a run in between Sarah seeing Bobby with her coworker, and then Jake ends up being at her house. Bobby then also then shows up at the same time that Jake is at, at her house. And it just gets really messy. messy. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's hookups between other people. And then she's all upset that she got played by Bobby. So then she's just like, I don't want to do this anymore. And then it looks like she was playing Jake mm-hmm. because Bobby shows up and kisses her and he's like, uh, and, and, and Jake really liked her. So he's upset. So he finally decides to, cause he said to his lawyer friend. Yeah. Lawyer friend is the best. The one that did his divorce papers. papers yeah. He says to his lawyer, like, I'm not interested in, in dating. And like the lawyer friend's like, man, like you're single. You can sleep with anyone now. And he's like, I just want to make boats with wood and like carve them myself that's it yeah so obviously this issue with sarah really upset him and now he's decided ah fuck it i'm just gonna sleep with whoever so he goes on a date with this one girl who's introduced at the very beginning of the movie briefly Mm -hmm. who's young um and they're on a date and she sees Jake on the street, but didn't realize he, he was, was on a date, date with, with someone. Yeah. And so she runs out with this Manny and Petty with like sandals and chases after him and then realizes like, I just interrupted like a thing. And she kind of feels bad and she turns away and kind of backs off. And then she ends up going back after Jake because she finds out that he's selling the boat and she's all upset because she never got to go in his boat and that's one thing that he had had asked asked her her, to do and she chases jake in the river and jumps into the water and swims to him with the dog and uh they live happily ever after yes that's literally it yes so it was there was i will say there was some to there was yes a lot going on but there was some really nice advice from some characters we didn't really speak about Mm mm-hmm so like the dad was was very lovely and very honest about relationships and what his life has looked like. So was the woman that he, he was, was dating, dating, but he that, was dating multiple well, women yeah, at the same time. But like the one that we saw mm-hmm. the most, she was also wonderful and had some great advice to give. Yeah. We 
talked about this briefly before we went live, that this movie was a pleasant surprise on the dialogue specifically for a rom-com because it was it had believable dialogue the banter was not cringe and uncomfortable it was funny and like like he essentially at the jake um on their first date really honestly fucks up and he's saying he's he the words that are coming out of his mouth are not not like he's just uh, nervous mm-hmm. is the word I'm looking for. <laughs> so, so he is having a difficult time saying what he means to say, and it just it comes out uh, like rude. he's rude, and he's offending her when he doesn't actually mean it <laughs> at all, and he just keeps digging himself a hole, and like his foot is in his mouth essentially, and that's why the date goes terribly wrong. But it's believable what he's saying. Like he he wasn't being mean yeah he wasn't like trying to put her down at all like he just was like oh i didn't mean it like that sorry like my bad uh (laughs) and then tries to recover and can't because he's just in a panic yeah i think i really appreciated the realness of the topics that come up that you don't really see necessarily in rom-coms um it felt like a very mature film. It it didn't feel like this like yeah. young love yeah. sort of rom-com. It it felt uh, like there was good advice. It was it was wise. It was looking at marriage and relationships and through a lens like, of someone who really is 40 rather than I'm in high school. This is my first puppy love. It's like no, like what does love look like? 20 years later after your first love of high school or because you're in your 40s now and after being divorced but then you also have the perspective of her dad who's going to be in his 60s yeah another woman and like the dad essentially said he was married to the love of his life which was obviously sarah's mother and she had passed away and he wasn't dating to find another one of her or the mother because he had that and he he he's not looking for that. He's literally just dating to, to date and to have fun and enjoy whatever time he has left. Yeah. And whether it's a companion. Yeah. Such as and that's like why he has multiple women show up to dinner because he likes them for the different reasons. And I think like they're also there kind of like dating it for the same reasons he is, too. So like it's kind of like that on that same level. I I just the bar was really low. The bar was so low. We saw Simply Irresistible. We saw... I literally blocked out all the other ones. It Had to brain. Be You is yeah. another one that we recently saw. Well, semi-recently. No, that's the other one I'm thinking of. Oh, no. Uh, There's a third one. What's the one that we watched with... Um, Sabrina. Yes. Yes. I'd say, like, Sabrina was more frustrating on her not having a backbone. Oh, so annoying. <laughs> so I think like that comes from like so a character annoying. development rather than like a dialogue. Like the dialogue was very out of touch because they're fucking wealthy. So like I can't relate to that. But yeah, like if you put this in the lane of those three, this one is going miles ahead just yes. because – their characters seemed to know who they were and what they wanted, even though like they were making mistakes along the way. And I think that's kind of what made this movie really enjoyable to watch. And time went by 
fairly quickly. Yes. And they were all like very honest characters. Yes. I mean, like you meet her and she insults the deli guy, the chicken guy. Like, and then she's also trying to flirt in the grocery store. Like there are just so many moments in this film where I'm like, I know what you're doing and I understand like you're what you're trying to basically get across. And I, I really appreciated that. Yeah, it was it was well done. So apparently John Cusack, when he was approached for this film from the director, producer and writer, he read the script and came back with 35 pages worth of changes to his character and the dialogue in, in order to tighten it up. And it's kind of interesting to hear that because I think it was good, but I also had a hard time believing that John Cusack was this relationship guy. I think like, He's not like a Patrick Dempsey and he's not like a Matthew McConaughey. He doesn't have that pretty boy face appeal. He's in He's dad. He, I know no, he's sorry, in 2012. No. no, he's in Serendipity. Oh, is he? Yes. I have not seen that film. I really like that film. Oh. So I'm not I'm appreciative that he came back with a whole bunch of notes because that one is a rom well, it's a romance. Yeah, it's a rom com is what it's titled yeah. as. And I really like that one. So obviously maybe he was unhappy and he was like, this is not solid enough or that there needs to be more going on. Maybe characters needed to be more in depth or conversation had to be needed to be more believable. Yeah. I think that's what the notes were. It was the reactionary, like the dialogue between these two characters, what would they actually be saying to each other in order to propel the conversation? Like that's what apparently had been adjusted. Yeah. And I will say, and you, I mean, you were saying this even about when she was in the, the grocery store and it was clearly communicated that she was trying to flirt with someone in the store and there was no dialogue going on. She, it was very clear. I also think that there was moments between uh, Jake and Sarah, where there was a clear communication. They're both been divorced. They understand what they're bringing into this or what that it is that they're looking for. And I, I appreciated, appreciated that, that it looked like it had been communicated without actually being verbally communicated. Yeah. So I, like, I see what you're saying. They talk to each other as though like, yeah, I'm divorced. I come from this background. And like, there was this mutual understanding so that the next time that they interacted, it's like, okay, like I see you. So I'm going to respect you rather than kind of like be really nasty and be like, ha ha ha. Like I kind of have this power play. Yeah. And Jake's character came across as a guy that was grieving or like trying to get over his new divorce. Like he's like, I just want to stick to myself and work on some boats right now. I don't really want to go out there and do all these things. It was his friend that was pushing him to go and date. And he just happened to, was it his friend that made him go on the date as well? Yes, it was his friend. Okay. So it was pushed him and he ended up enjoying spending time with, well, actually he just fucked up and felt the need to <laughs> apologize and restart for everything that he did. And it went well. 
I don't know. I really, I really like the maturity level of the characters in this, except for Bobby. But like, Bobby was the one who just wanted to sleep with yes whoever yes and Sarah just got caught up in that mm-hmm. without really realizing it. Yeah, I want to say that this is something different and unique for a film in this vein. Because usually rom-coms are anywhere from like your early 20s to your late 20s, generally. Say 30s. I'd go up to, I'd be say, I'd say 20. So between 20 and 30. 20s and 30. Yeah. So I, I thought it was a fresh take on an old spin. I know I've been being the same horse by saying that, but. But my my bigger question is, do you think Sarah and Jake will have a long lasting relationship? Do you see them as a successful partner? I mean, I if not, they're they'd be good friends, I think. Yeah. Like they they seem to enjoy hanging out to each other or hanging out with each other. Hanging hang out, out to <laughs> each other. No, um it it just seemed really easy mm-hmm. and natural. Whereas a lot of the pairings that we've seen have been awkward Mm -hmm. and like there's no chemistry going on they didn't even look like they were friends Mm -hmm. or that if someone said something the other would laugh and genuinely find them funny yeah yeah (laughs) like it looked like the two of them could just like have a beer and hang out and would be having a good time regardless of what's actually going on they could just have very minimal and still enjoy what's happening yeah oh what was that movie that we watched that they end up in there's like a restaurant that they're at at the very end that's like some and it's like in the backyard of this restaurant in her shoes in her shoes thank you Mm -hmm. oh my goodness so i was also thinking oh my goodness sorry that was bothering me so much i could picture it but i had no idea like i i couldn't picture the people in it yeah so i got similar vibes to that with the sisters being on a maturity level and them having a hardship and trying to come back to each other. But I'm wondering if it's just like the time period is more or less what I'm trying to. I think it's the time period. That's what I think it is as well. But I got similar vibes. Yeah. And that's why I'm thinking that movie. I think it would, it would be the maturity level or like the age of our characters in in her shoes and this one. Yeah. As well as the time period that it was filmed in and the early 2000s or around that realm. Yeah, but like the topics as well, mm-hmm. like very like that in her shoes is like when you really start to think about it is really heavy. Yes. Like not, really heavy. Not this is light. This is very light. This is why I said it would be pleasant to put on in the background. Yeah. You'd look up, you'd laugh. There's some really funny bits that go on. I laughed at the boat scene. I just thought it was hysterical. I was like, okay, this is so dumb. It's it is so, so dumb. It's, it's so dumb. And and uh, like, would you jump off a boat? Would you ask rowers if you can join no. them on their boat with no. your dog and then jump off the boat and swim to like it? I'd be better off just swimming to him rather than joining the rowing Couldn't you crew. just wait on the dock because he's on a boat and he's going to have to dock his boat where he parked his car. Like there's, there's so many things going on. And he also said, you could have just called me. Yeah. But like, (laughs) 
you have a fantastic point too. It's not like he's rowing it to the person to drop it off. Like he just wanted to take the boat out on the one water. last time. Yeah, one, on the water. That's all he wanted to do. And yeah, she could have just waited for him. But of course, it's Hollywood, so we have to make it romantic. Yes, do a big grand gesture at the gesture at the end, which is why I found it so funny. I was just laughing. It was so unbelievable. <laughs> so this movie is eighteen years old. Social media does not really exist, or it's like, because 2007 is when Facebook starts. We have MySpace, but Sarah had to market herself to men, and she took it more like, uh, like, sorry, her sister initially marketed her, and then she was told, well, one dating site isn't enough. Isn't enough, enough. yeah. So she have to, you have to get on eight more. So she does eight more. And, and come up with all these different personas for each dating site. Yeah. Yeah. And so she takes her face and imposes them on other bodies and then comes up with, like, magazine cover taglines. That's not, like, stories or whatever to kind of market herself towards men. I thought that was kind of scary to see and think about that nothing then has changed. No, you're you're curating your dating profile very specific people that that's how online dating is done. But like you pick the pictures <laughs> that people are going to see, you write the things that people are going to see. And that is that is the reality of online dating. But I just thought it was crazy to think that nothing has changed, but things have changed. Like the fact that she was taking inspiration from magazines mm -hmm. in order to do this. But nowadays you see it via social media, but you're taking signals from other people in order to yeah, do you're, that. Yeah, you're taking, yeah, from... Whether it be Instagram or really, I'm only thinking is Instagram. I'm not on TikTok, so I don't know what that no, looks like. No, I don't like. know either. <laughs> I just then thought that a remake of this movie would be completely possible and still do well. Yes, I'm curious what type of what the dating profile would look like for that. Because let's put it, I think like this is what gets me excited or are like really thinking about it. There is a generation ahead of me who is in their 40s who didn't have dating apps when they were growing up. And similar to her, she's like, well, what is this? What are, what are all the kids doing? And you have someone who's freshly divorced and like, okay, like I'm getting on the apps for the very first there, time. But there are apps for people of that age or that. Oh, I know. But I'm I'm looking at the perspective of this person has been married to their significant other for 20, 25 years. Yeah. And they didn't have any of that when they were dating. So what is their experience going to be like just getting into this dating world and playing a movie such as that? And, you know, keeping That's it as beautiful as must love dogs rather than keep like making it raunchy. I but think that sounds I'm so sorry for the people that have to go through that. But so it's no different than this. I think uh it's an it evolved into something else. But like you I as mean, the narrator can definitely make it seem as though it's not as nasty as what it really is. Yes. I I do like though 
that they they put in that not everything you see online is what it seems is what it is like pe- people catfish you they put a catfish person mm-hmm. someone who catfished um sarah jake bobby i don't know her name P- her sister the dad's girlfriend oh the dad's girlfriend I don't remember. Oh, it's the boy. Yeah, a young boy who is 15. Yes. And shows up. Yes, that's right. And professes his love because they had been talking online and he was pretending to be someone older. And you're like, oh, well, like this is also another reality of these dating sites. And and yes, Sarah pretends to be someone else on uh, like eventually when she starts photoshopping her face on all these different people. And, and, and like trying on different hats, essentially. We see that from her, but we also see the, the flip side of, of someone else doing that in return because Sarah never got, Sarah wasn't catfished. Like everyone that she responded to or met seemed to be the person that she was talking to. Yes, but she, in a way, kind of catfished one of the men because he was like, oh, I thought you were younger. And it was her graduation picture oh, that she... But okay. it was like her sister's Sister, Yeah, fault. like, yes. Like, she didn't explain that. She, she could yeah. be like, oh, I didn't create my dating profile. My sister did. And the only photo she has of me is my graduation photo or my wedding photo. Yeah, which yeah. to the audience watching, that gets explained. But yeah, so like... Would it not have had her age listed in the profile? That's what I, I also I thought it couldn't figure out. Did. Usually it does, but... Confusing. Maybe, maybe perfect match at the time wasn't uh, that ahead of the curve and age... Well, no, age always does matter to people. I mean, it doesn't I, matter to some people, but there's people where it does matter. Because the other guy that she was talking to... Well, the other one, she thought well, he was 17, so... I don't know. I just thought that this movie would still translate very well to something that could be made today and putting it with a mature spin of someone who is 40 years old. Yeah. I'm tired and I don't want to see someone who is frustrated with the dating world and they've been doing it for three years. They're 21 years old and they're trying to find love and it's just like, no, like I think that ship has sailed and why not try for an older audience yeah so do you like dogs <laughs> i told you we weren't allowed to ask that question <laughs> too late i did do you like dogs do i like dogs of course i like dogs what do you like about dogs what do i like about dogs well for the most part they're always forgiving okay and then some, some some of them, obviously, if they've been treated poorly, they're less forgiving. I don't know. They're cuddly. They look at you with these cute little eyes that they always want something. And yeah, and then you have annoying dogs who are annoying. So it's just like less cute. But they just always look so happy. Yes. Whereas like cats look like assholes. I don't like cats. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just defended a whole bunch of cat people. But like cats always look as though they're they're just going to be like super mischievous. They want to fuck with you and they're out to get you. And dogs are just like, when are we going to play? When are we going to do this? When are we going to do this? Are you going to be my best friend? That's that's a dog. 
And the cat's like, when the fuck are you going to feed me? I want more. This uh, cat scratching post is just not nice enough. But the couch is looking pretty good, though. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, the dog will do the same thing, too, when they're a puppy, but yeah. And what do you like about dogs? Well, you didn't ask me if I even like dogs. Well, you, oh, do you like dogs? <laughs> a stupid question. Um, yes. Yes, I do like dogs. I would be so upset if you said no. No, I'm much more of a cat person. Uh, no, I like dogs. Um, I agree. They're always just so happy. And they like scratches. Especially mm-hmm. behind the ears. Mm-hmm. I do like medium to bigger sized dogs than small dogs. Small dogs freak me out for some reason. They seem unpredictable. They're like skittish or yeah. or or sometimes I feel like I'm going to trip over them. Like they like or they're going to walk under my feet and I'm going to squish it. I I don't know what it is about small dogs, but they freak me out. I would much prefer have a big jo- dog jump on me than a yes. small dog jump on me yes. because if I'm walking and they jump at me, it's going to get kicked. Whereas a dog, a big one, it's like, okay, we're going to body check each other. And I'm going to fall down and it's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Uh, dogs are great. And you can play fetch with them. Mm-hmm. You can run around with them. Yeah. That's always fun. No. Do- you And you can, no, I mean, most. I feel like you can tell most of them what they're thinking. Yes. I feel like they're more predictable. Yeah. So long as they haven't been, like, abused or, mm-hmm. like, they've been taken care of. Yeah, no, dogs are great. Dogs are great. I don't think I'd ever own one. I think I'd own a cat more than I'd ever own a dog. Interesting. I am <laughs> I am allergic to dogs, mm. is what I've realized. Very mild allergy to dogs, but definitely allergic to dogs because when I stopped living in near dogs, I stopped sneezing as much and less congested. We weren't initially dog people until we got our first dog as a family. And man, that was a roller coaster for us. That was like, because we were young, not young, young. Um, I was was 11, you were nine, older than that? I was 12. Okay, yeah. I was 11 or 12. Okay, yeah, that sounds about right, because I think I was grade nine. Not knowing what having a baby is like in the house taught me what like having a baby in the house was like when we got the dog because they put her in the room directly underneath my room just the first night just the first night because we didn't have a kennel or a dog like we didn't have we literally came home from a family vacation with the dog with a dog (laughs) and it was late or in the evening or night by the time we got home and we just had a dog and she slept in the laundry room. They had like corralled her off. So she had a little space and the poor thing just didn't want to be alone. Yeah. And so she whined all night and then it just like broke all of our hearts and didn't know what to do. I Like we tried like sleeping in there with her, but it just wasn't doing it. And I think it had to do with like it wasn't dark enough. It wasn't cozy enough. And as soon as we got her a kennel, like the next day. She she was a pure champ up until she decided that she wanted to chew on the, the, the box. Grate. Well, she just wanted. Uh, she was a one. I will say, wonderful dog. Like like uh, anyone's ever owned a dog or have owned multiple dogs. You know, you have that one dog that you're like they were like a true homie. They were great. Yeah, she was very intelligent. She 
chewed on the great part of the kennel mm-hmm. one day. Yep. And we were young and we had like decided that she was too hyper for us. So we put her in, she was a puppy and I want to say she was like four or five months at this point and we put her in the crate. To calm her, like to just calm her down so that she would settle down, have a nap and then we would take her out. It's not like we were holding her mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. For, it was very short term and she was upset with us mm-hmm. <laughs> and she was chewing on the great part and I guess she had opened her mouth wide enough to get it on a certain part of the grate but couldn't open her mouth wide enough to get it back off so then we had this tiny little puppy with her jaw stuck wide open on a grate and then we didn't want to hurt her yeah and And she was like if you've ever heard a pup like an animal screaming for their life panicking that and like mom was not home it was just you and i us and we had to try and get her mouth off this grate it was traumatizing for all three of us <laughs> and all of a sudden there's just blood everywhere and we're like oh my god what did we do we ripped this poor puppy's jaw like she's she's cut and we're like checking her mouth and we can't figure it out turns out jaylene's bleeding <laughs> from her finger because she had cut her finger on one of like on the puppy teeth, teeth. Yeah. yeah they're sharp as i was trying and, to get her face out of the oh. and she never ever oh she's no she's i mean dogs are very they're smart they once they learn once they won't do it again she did multiple things once and never did it again (laughs) she was very a very fast learner one thing i will say i am incredible incredibly thankful we got a dog like around the time that we did we were a good age wise Mm -hmm. to have a dog in the family but mainly because a, f- a few years prior to us getting a dog, so I think I was like nine, um, we were playing hide and seek up in a whole bunch of cabins and we rented these cabins. So we weren't always going the same or for a while we had always been going the same weeks. And then our our weeks that we were allotted had changed and we didn't know all the cabin owners. We had always heard stories of this one cabin owner who had a dog who wasn't very friendly and we had no problem running by this cabin in years past because of the times that we had gone up there. And one of the years, weeks changed, they were there, and she had a dog that wasn't very friendly, and it was like a big Rottweiler sort of thing. And we were playing hide-and-go-seek, and I thought I was good to run between these cabins. And as I was running, it jumped off the deck and like a attacked me it like bit my shoulder and I was like pinned on the ground and the woman who owns the, the dog like really lovely like knew her, her dog had <laughs> problems like I was a young child obviously something's happened I like don't fall the dog or and don't fall the owner at all but after that dogs freaked me the fuck out and I also remember we had that f- our friend Patches is that who you're Oh, Patches was a very sweet dog. It was the other dog. No, it was um Taylor's dog. Yeah. Oh, I thought his name was Patches. No, Patches was, was our the neighbors. neighbors. Yes, okay. He I definitely now understand sensed your fear. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I was I was just ter- I was terrified of dogs. Now I think I would be okay. Mm-hmm. But I I couldn't handle I couldn't handle dogs. Yeah, like they freaked me out. But now I have no problem. I, I dogs don't scare me. And even if like it, it looks like a more frightened dog or or maybe it's an unpredictable dog, I'm like okay, like 
clearly you got things going on and I can see that we're fine. Like I, I'm not scared. I'm yeah. also bigger than I am when I was a child yes. to be fair, but you, I'm, I'm just thankful. I'm not, I'm a, not an adult that's fearful of dogs because you see that sometimes and I, and I feel bad. I do feel bad. Yeah. So we have like delivery drivers sometimes and like when the, our parents' dogs are out, they're jumping and they're, they're jumping. They're barking they're and they're excited. So they excited. love, they love meeting new people. But it, if you're not a dog person or you didn't grow up around dogs, that's terrifying. <laughs> they look like wild animals yeah. who are just ready to bite you. But it's like, no, I just want to be pat so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Pay attention to yeah. me. Yeah. yeah, I definitely agree. Like having dogs makes you a bit more of a dog person because you're constantly aware. You constantly learn their signals as to like what they are. But you could you can say that the same about cat owners. Oh, absolutely. I just don't like them because I'm allergic to them and my experience around them have been horrible. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think the thing about cats is you just let them be. You just kind of let them do their own thing. Yeah. They'll come to you if they want to come to you. And if they don't, peace and love to you. It it kind of is what it is. But we also had a, a bunny. I think if like if I was around a rabbit, I'd I'd be okay. Mm-hmm. We did have a bunny. And our old dog and the bunny like to cuddle together on the couch. Yeah, they would hang out. <laughs> we ha- we actually, we were very fortunate pet-wise um, with our first dog. Lovely, lovely dog. And then we had a bunny that, it's a whole story of how we ended up with a bunny. But we ended up with a bunny and it was someone else's bunny at some point and had been litter trained and was a very friendly, kind bunny. Mm-hmm. And we locked out because we could let it hop around parts of the house and we could we could trust leaving the bunny and the dog alone and the two of them would just hang out yep yeah no they were happy very happy in other news i remembered what i wanted to tell you last week oh my goodness so i remembered as i was scrolling the instagram and i came across so remember how it was like i don't know who john cena is yes okay so I've been like on Instagram a lot more lately and I've been watching the reels or whatever. And there's this guy and he's always like dancing to the music. And I showed it to Brayden and it was like, man, like this guy always like comes up and like he just like he must be like really new onto the scene. And Brayden's like, that's John Cena. And uh, please tell me he remembered the time that we talked about yes, you not knowing. <laughs> but I was like, that is so embarrassing because I didn't know that was John Cena. But now I know who John Cena is. <laughs> no, we just need you to learn about who Chuck Norris is. But. I know who Chuck Norris is now. That one I can figure out. But yeah, John, the John Cena, <laughs> him dancing in his uh, orange uh, suit. And he's always, it's memes with whatever, like he's excited about something. Yeah, I didn't know that was John Cena. But now I, every time he comes up, I'm like, okay, this is John. Wow. Good work. Mm-hmm. You're learning. Yeah, slowly. We can rate this movie if you want. Sounds good. What is your story rating? I gave it a 3.5. Oh, I gave it a 3. I said it was standard, but it had good dialogue and good delivery. Yeah, it was pleasant. It wasn't anything amazing or shocking, mm. um, but I, I didn't walk away from it feeling, oh boy. 
Yeah, like, oh, hi. Like, I don't want to talk about this movie. Or like, oh, I Another don't even one know where to yeah. begin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, your music score. I gave it a two. Um, didn't really remember much. Jaylene and I, before the podcast, she played some of the, uh, and where we listened to some of the music from the, the movie. Soundtrack. Yeah. And uh, there's good songs in it. I just... Yeah, not really yeah. rememberable. So I gave it a 2.5. And when I saw that the first cut was The Deepest by Cheryl Crow, and I played it, and immediately I remember the scene for that. But everything else was less familiar. But it was nice music. So it's kind of just like, it, it, it is what it is. It's down the middle for me. Your visuals. I gave it a 3.5 out of 5. Oh. It was beautiful. Okay. I really liked all the different filming locations. Um, I thought it was nice. The inside of her house was gorgeous. Yeah. I gave it a 3. I found it to be just like pretty standard. It told the story really well. And I liked that it was 2005 and it felt very 2005, yet it didn't seem as though any of the clothing was nothing felt dating. dated. Not nothing. Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. It it felt like it could have been filmed in 2010, and I would have believed it. Which obviously is still a distance away. Yeah, but it's closer than 2005. I also will say, love the dogs because the main dog was played by two different dogs. Yes, love the dogs. They they picked. were six months old, and they ended up getting adopted by the director, writer, producer at the end. They they were adorable, and I I did notice the difference between the two when they swapped them out. Oh, I didn't. I was I, like, I, was I like, just oh. liked them at the end. I was like, oh. That's a different dog. Oh. And it was. Your overall score. A 6 out of 10. Nice. I am 5.6 out of 10. IMDb has it at 5.9. So you're pretty bang on. Mm -hmm. And yeah, uh, highest score in weeks, it seems like. (laughs) (laughs) So we didn't really hate it, but it's like... That's the thing. Like, it's not the best of the best, but God, it was not the worst (laughs) of the worst. So I will take it. Do we keep this DVD? I'm kind of sad it's not on any streaming platforms, but I wouldn't, I I would never pick up the DVD and put it in the DVD player. Yeah. If it was on something and I was like, oh, I just need whatever it can be on in the background, maybe. But no, I, I'm, I'm okay with letting it go. I'm also okay with letting go of this DVD. I am happy that I got to watch the whole thing. It's been in our collection for a very, very long time. But I don't think it's something that we need to keep. Are you ready to pick the next DVD? Yeah. I'm very ready. I am both excited yet scared. It's been a bumpy few weeks with our (laughs) movies. So who's to say next week's going to be any better? But uh, it's a a new week. It's a new DVD. Let's There are so many good movies that we have that I'm like, oh, I'd love to watch that. And I go think, oh, I can't because it could come up on the podcast. <laughs> so so we do have ones that I'd love to watch. Oh, there's a face going on, which means it's not good. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Oh, uh, the irony is killing me. Right oh, now. no. Oh, no. Is what? Oh. Are you going to give me hints to guess? Or are you just going to tell me? Are you going to torture me? What's happening here? <clears throat> so remember last week's movie? And it was a war-themed movie? Mm-hmm. 
And I, I mentioned there's a movie that I was kind of like curious and excited to uh, watch at one point, but I didn't mean like in the next two weeks. Did you say it aloud? I did. Oh. Pearl Harbor? Yes. <laughs> you cursed us. I apparently did. I'm no, just, sorry. No fucking way. I'm stunned. Mom has been begging for this one movie for like <laughs> 60 weeks now. <laughs> every time we come in, she's like, so, so did you pull, did you pull, hello, my name is Doris? And we're, we're always like, no. <laughs> no, like the odds of that happening are just, they're, they're you, not in your favor, mom. You really, you really did that. I cursed us wow. by saying, yeah, I want to watch Pearl Harbor. How long is it? Three hours and three minutes. Why are all war movies so long? They have a lot to get in, I guess. I. It's quite the cast. Like Ben Affleck, like Jennifer Garner, Alec Baldwin, <sighs> Josh Hartnett. Am I looking at the right movie? Yeah, I am. The sweeping drama based on real historical events follows American boyhood friends. Okay. We are watching Pearl Harbor, and it is on Disney+. Plus. We are going to end the episode there. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to this week's episode. If you'd like to follow us along on our long journey, hit the follow or subscribe button. If you'd like to follow us on any of our socials, those are linked in the show notes below. Until then, have a really great week. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye.